Hey, 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 Dr. Gigi here. I am so happy to be here with you to talk about this very important topic. Do you ever experience any problems with money? Oh, I'm sure we all do. I have very deep relationship with this topic, financial freedom. That's our topic for today. The, the entire topic is financial freedom, five reasons why it is a must for women everywhere. This is so important because financial freedom help us accomplish so many things. And when we don't have it as women, we are very vulnerable, very vulnerable in many, many ways. So I can't wait to dig deep and really discuss this with you and perhaps you can learn something and I'm sure I always learn something as I as I teach because it is like you know an eye opener you know to really see what what's really happening when I'm really discussing these topics hang on and let's dig deep Hey, 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 welcome to the Dr. Gigi Jasmine Show, where it is my mission to help you clarify your calling, build confidence, set boundaries, and do the impossible, like achieve financial freedom through self-publishing courses and podcasting. It is my pleasure to be here with you. So go ahead and grab a pen and a notebook and let's get started. Financial freedom is one of the, those things that I've, I've desired all my life. That may be because I was born, of course, in a poor country to a poor family, uh, born to a teenage mom uh, in the most dire circumstances. And then it did, not, it did not help for me to grow up and watch my mother get uh, abused you know, beat up by, by a man because she was so dependent on him. She was dependent on him for food, shelter, and everything else that a person might need to survive. That is, to me, too much power for a person to have over another. So I have been obsessed with this topic, financial freedom, and that is why I pretty much started my own little business at seven years old. You know, I took the little allowances I used to get and I would copycat the, um, the grownups and try to do what they were doing because I wanted to bring my own money in. And it did not help the fact that I grew up without a father for the first 11 years of my life. So my mother didn't really have help, uh, from him. So I am very adamant about women being self-sufficient, women being um, financially free or independent to really pursue what God has put on their hearts to pursue. All right. I'm, I'm very, very passionate about that. And I, and in, in doing research for this, um, for this episode, I was looking at some statistics that were like, wow. And I'm talking about this is the United States right now. 
this is current information and women are still, you know, at the end of the spectrum. You know, they, they still haven't caught up to what it is supposed to be fairness, right? Let me see here where I have some t statistics to share with you just to put things into perspective. So it seems like since my mother was a single mother, so I, my, my eyes gravitated to this one. It says 30% of single mothers are living below the poverty line compared to 17% of single fathers. Okay, so that's, uh, that's very interesting. Of course, as we know, if you're single, it is even more difficult. I don't want men or women to be living under the poverty line, so don't get it twisted. I'm not, you know, only for women. I'm for all of us to have equal opportunity to pursue the life that God has already promised us. I see, um, let me see here. Married millennial women are more financially confident than their Gen X and baby boomers predecessors. Okay. Well, that's kind of encouraging. Uh, that's kind of, that's kind of encouraging, uh, to hear. Right. And then we have three fourths of women who apply for welfare do, do so because of a divorce. Wow. Okay. That's telling right there because we know in marriages, most marriages, the, the men tend to take care of the finances. And most of the time the women are not involved. So when there is a divorce, they are left to fend for themselves. They don't know what's going on. They don't know where the finances are. They don't know what, what the debt is about. They don't know any of that. So ooh, that is not a good place to be. That is not a good place to be. All right. So let's get a few more statistics in. It says 56% of college students are female, but they hold 65% of the outstanding national student debt. All right. So we know that is significant. Yes, more women are going to school. They are getting the education, but at the same time, they are only getting paid about 82 cents on the dollar for every dollar the men gets paid. And in addition to that, they are more likely to have a gap in their career. They have to take time off to take care of the family or have a family, or if there is a, uh, emergency somehow in the family, like there may be an older parent to be taken care of or somebody has taken ill, guess who is most likely to take time off from their career to take care of, of the family member? The woman of the house is. My husband is very helpful. He, he's very helpful, but with our kids, thank goodness our kids are older now. I have um, teenagers but even now, if they were to be sick and if they needed my, if they needed attention, I would be the first one. I would be expected to be the first one to take time off to take care of these babies. When they were little, it was even, yes, it was the same thing. It was like, okay, they are sick. You have to take off um, to take care of them. So I have the burden upon myself uh, all women do. We have that burden. For some reason, it is understood in the culture or accepted or expected in the culture that if there is any family issues going on, the woman is the one who's going to take time off. So when that happens, their careers suffers. 
you know, they lose their place in, in promotions. They lose their place in terms of, you know, the job growth and, 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 and development. Um, they have to start over again. They have to start over again and they have more debt on top of it. So they are not in a very good position to really accumulate wealth because they have all these debt that they have to keep paying back. 22% of American women report they, they'll be unable to afford their lifestyle if they encounter financial difficulties compared to 13% of men. All right, so if there is an emergency, let's say a death in the family, let's say maybe, well, that's drastic, a death in the family, but let's say you have an accident, your car is broken down, uh, there's like a major repair uh, you have to do in your house, these days, I mean, if you're changing your AC or your roof or something like that, it takes thousands of dollars to get those things done. Most of us don't have thousands of dollars in our savings, right? So these are a few statistics that I wanted to share with you just to show you what women, what women um, go through. And there's one that's very important. It says single women pay 2% more than men to purchase homes and sell them for 2% less on average, right? 2% less on average. Women tend to pay off their mortgage loans better than men, but are more likely to be denied a mortgage. Wow. Okay. So there's still some sexism going on. Um, and, and other things going on that put women at a disadvantage, right? So as women, we have to be diligent. We have to be diligent in creating the future, the life and the future that we want, not only for ourselves, but for our children, because we don't want to be at the mercy. Let me tell you, like I said, it hurts me uh, to this day. To this day, it hurts me to see my mother and so many other women staying in relationships, abusive relationships, physically, mentally, emotionally, psychologically, however way you want to sexually, however way you want to put the abuse. Okay, we have women even in this beautiful America. We have women staying in abusive relationships because they cannot afford, they cannot afford their living expenses. They have no savings and they are dependent on the men to pay the bills and to get them whatever they may need. All right. So here, my show, the Dr. Gigi Jasmine show is focused not only on preparing the minds of women to know that they are worth it and they are valuable and that they have gifts and they are endowed by the creator. Okay. And they are a masterpiece on a mission. Okay. I think I'm putting this out there. That's, that's the title of my next book now, <laughs> uh, a, a masterpiece on a mission. That's going to be, that is you, you are on a mission and you have dreams and goals and you have gifts that's been put inside of you. And you can use those gifts to become financially free. And that is why I offer courses and, and um, on, on all these topics to help you put your 
knowledge out there and start creating your own empire, your own financial freedom. All right, so I wanted to share, these statistics just got me excited here, okay? I wanna share love it very much to connect with you please follow us on our facebook page at the dr Gigi jasmine show or you can join us at women entrepreneurs breaking barriers to get weekly motivation inspiration life tools and business tools to really empower you to take unstoppable action Let's get to the five reasons why it is a must that women everywhere be financially free. Number one is the freedom of decision. My goodness. I don't know about you, but I don't like to be told what to do for every minutiae of my life. I don't like to be asking for things that I could make decisions for. Okay, I understand if you have a partner that you have to discuss finances, I would definitely uh, love to hear that you guys are taking an active role in, in your marriage when it comes to money, that you and your significant other um, regularly sits da- sit down so that you can discuss how much money you guys are making, where the money's going, how much debt does the family have, and how do you guys intend to pay it? And if you have significant purchases you intend to do, how you guys intend to pay for it, those things are definitely important. Definitely important. But as a contributor and as you as you decide what kind of life you want, if you are creating that um, flow of money in order for you to Um, be able to afford what you want, you will have more freedom in really making the decisions, right? And number two, number two is freedom of choice. Freedom of choice. Well, we know, hey, you can buy the better house in a better community for your children because you have that freedom of money. Freedom of money to to be able to afford a, let's say a $300,000 house versus a $75,000 house. Right now, $75,000 house, you know, it's not going to be in the best community. So if you want a good community, you have to be able to afford it, right? What if, I mean, at one point in time, yes, I bought off-brand products because with six kids, it, it is very expensive to be buying brand name products all the time. So I had to go to the off brands so that I can better serve my family. But did I want to buy the, the name brand, the, the better product, the product that doesn't have, you know, a bunch of chemicals? Absolutely. Absolutely. So that's the choice that financial freedom gives you. You can send your school to a better, you can, I'm sorry, you can send your kids to a better school. You can afford a better house in a better neighborhood. 
you can afford um, some services like a massage or uh, to get your hair done or to get your nails done. Those will not be financial burden on you. You can take vacations. You can do so many things because you have the freedom to do so. And when you don't have that freedom, I, I, I know you've heard of people who are house poor. You know, they want to live in that nice neighborhood, but then they cannot afford anything else. So they just kind of stay in the house. All right. We don't want that. We want to have the freedom to really create that life that we want, but we have to set it up. We have to work for it. Right. Number three, freedom to create one's identity. Oh yes. Oh yes. I, uh, I know you probably are aware of people who have very, very controlling, um, either spouses, um, or family members in their lives. Right. But definitely we're talking more about spouses, uh, because they're the one who would foot the bill. Um, they're the one who would take care of the finances. So we are dependent on them to do that. And then when we are dependent on them to do that, they seem to be very controlling. They seem to want to tell you what to do and when to do and how to do it. Right. And in that way, you get lost in the process. You cannot even do what you feel led to do because you're trying to please another person. You're trying to not make that person unhappy because if they are unhappy, they will withhold certain things from you. But if you are financially free, then you can decide that that hold will not will no longer be on you because you will have the choice and the, the, the power of decision to do what you want to do. So you can become yourself. You can invest in experiences and learning opportunities to help you become who you were intended to be instead of always depending or asking somebody else's permission for you to be you because you know you have to go through them in order for you to get certain things. So you can never really discover because you you're constantly thinking about, okay, is that person going to be happy? Are they going to approve? All of these things are not very good for you because it keeps you in that state of worrying and worry is never good. Worry is never good. So we want to discover who we are and who, who we were meant to be instead of worrying about, okay, do we have enough money to cover this? Right? Do we, I have enough money to take this course? Do I have enough money to take this coaching? Do I have enough money to go to school and, 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 and take this program? All of that stands in the way of you becoming who you were meant to be. Number four, freedom to create the life you desire, right? The life you desire. I mean, what kind of life do you desire? Have you ever taken the time to really write down and see what is it that you desire? What is it that you want? What do you want for yourself? What do you want to accomplish? What do you want to go? What do you want to live? What do you want to wear? How do you want to look? I know some people who are totally happy with a t-shirt and jeans every day. And some others, they have to get their nails, their hair, and everything done and, and, and get the fanciest outfit there is. Right? Some people are okay to just, you know, live in a simple house, but other people want a specific place. That may cost us, you know, a lot of money. So what kind of life you desire? You have to write it down. You have to create that vision 
in order for you to be able to accomplish that. And there are a number of ways you can do that. Okay, you can take a clue into your own desires. What 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 do you like? You know, you might search up some things and see what kind of houses you like. What do you want to live? How do you want to live? And all that. So you have to take a little time in order for you to figure out what that is. But financial freedom allows you to create that desire. Number five, freedom to support causes you believe in. That is an extremely important one because as we become financially free, we have to be ready to lend a hand to that woman that is 10 steps behind us, 20 steps, 30, 100 steps behind us, right? We have to be willing to lend them a hand. We have to give back. We have to open ourselves up to to mentoring and coaching others so that they can get to where we are, right? Financial freedom allow you to support these women and to support other causes that you may be very interested in. Okay, I have a father-in-law who died of cancer. I have a mother-in-law who survived breast cancer. Um, and these things are important to me. I, I believe in mission. So if there's a mission that I'm interested in, I will give into that. You know, so, and I, I try my best to really have $1, um, a bunch of $1 bills on me at all times so that when I go out there, I can, um, those, the people who are out there looking for food or asking, I don't particularly worry about what they're going to do with it. I worry if I am led, if I'm led to give, I give and I let God deal with it, right? I know some of them may use it for the wrong reasons, but if God leads me to this person and tell me to give that person something, I will. And I like to carry things around and give like that, right? So giving to things that you believe in, to, to causes that you believe in, I mean, it makes you, oh my gosh, it just kind of elevate your, your whole um, being because you know that you're doing something right. So these are like the five reasons why I think that it is very important for women to be financially free. It is a must and we must work on it. And if any of this touch you and you want to start really, uh, knowing you want to clarify what you were meant to do here, you know, join us. Join us in, in, in our courses and our Facebook group. And, um, and as we take steps to work on it and clarify everything that God has put into our lives, we will get there. We will be financially free and we will desire, we will design the life that we desire and the life that we were meant to live. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this show and if you learned something, please tell us on our Facebook page, The Dr. Gigi Jasmine Show, or join us at Women Entrepreneurs Breaking Barriers on our Facebook page. Also, one of the best gifts you can give me is a review at Apple Podcasts. Hop on in there. And I want to hear from you. I mean, it encourages me and I get so excited when I get a message from you. 
Thank you so much again for listening. See you next time.